Welcome to Reviews That Scare with Jess and Blair. I'm Jess. I'm Blair. Blair, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Yourself? I am doing not too bad. I had the day off, which was always nice. Ah, a little jealous. I did not have the day off. <laughs> You're almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> My Friday's tomorrow, and I'm, I can't wait. So soon. Um, I'm very excited to talk about uh, the movie today. Um, not only because it was a creepy movie, but also because it is our last movie in found footage February. Good way to end it, I think. I agree. I think we've watched some really, really good ones. And uh, I also think we ended on a high note. It was good. Um, but before we get into the movie, uh, Blairski, you got anything for horror news? I've got a couple things here, man. Um, Cocaine Bear is out now. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> and it's getting actually pretty good reviews surprisingly good i've just kind of seen uh initial reactions and people seem to be loving it hey yeah but like uh i took a quick look before the episode 71 percent and 74 percent respectively on rotten tomatoes 6.5 on imdb i mean not bad i mean those not are better scores than i was expecting it to get <laughs> <laughs> when I had uh, originally seen the trailer for it, I immediately thought, oh, this is going to be like a Sharknado kind of movie, you know? Yeah. Pure entertainment, if nothing else. But I'm uh, surprised and happy to see how well people are taking to it. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if maybe you've told me this before or if we've talked about it on the pod, but Ray Liotta's in that movie. Is he really? It, Ray Liotta is in that movie, and it's apparently the last movie he uh, filmed before he passed. I was, I was going to say it must have been his last movie then. Yeah, which is which is crazy. It kind of makes me want to see it just for that. Uh, Ray Liotta, of course, uh, in one of the finest gangster movies of all time, Goodfellas. Yes, he is. Goodfellas. Uh, anything else for horror news? Uh, just one thing I read is that Blumhouse, um, like the horror movie studios. They are going to venture into making horror video games. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so they're obviously, they make some of the biggest horror movies to date. Well, they produced uh, the one that we're going to be talking about today. Oh, did they? They did indeed. That's right. I do remember seeing this. Yeah. Um, but sorry, so they're so get, they're getting into the uh, the gaming industry. Yeah, they're gonna dip their hands into making some horror games. Excellent. I know you're a big horror game fan. Oh, of course. So this should be very exciting. <laughs> of course, we'll have to see what they come up with. But yeah, no doubt. Um, I've got a couple pieces of horror news this week. Uh, first of all, Bill Mosley, who we're both huge fans of. Yes. Uh, of course, played Otis Driftwood, a.k.a. Otis Firefly in House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, played Shock Top in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and Scream Queen Lynn Shay, who starred in the Insidious franchise, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Critters, Dumb and Dumber, and 2020's The Grudge, just to name a few, are Holy. set to star in a new movie titled Scared to Death. Really? Yeah, it was, I think, just announced. I couldn't find any news on when it's kind of due to start filming. But according to Deadline, the film follows a group of young filmmakers who enter an abandoned children's orphanage in order to do research for a movie. 
And that's their first mistake. So is it, I wonder if it's going to be found footage. I, I'm curious to to see if it is uh, found footage as well. Um, but immediately, Bill Mosley, seeing his name anywhere, I get very excited about it. Oh, me too. Apparently him and Lynn Shea have worked on several projects together. I think maybe three or four projects. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, scared to death. So that's something to look forward to. No release date, anything like that. But hopefully it's something we'll see later this year. That would be awesome. Uh, my last piece of horror news, Welcome to Dairy, which will act as a prequel to the most recent uh, It movies, part one and two, I believe, has gotten a green light from HBO Max. Hey, I thought I read that that had already started filming. I think it might have started filming, but I also believe they were maybe looking for for a home for it, right? Okay. So yeah. maybe they had started filming, but they weren't sure who they were going to sell it to. Gotcha. So it's going to be HBO, which is excellent. Not for me, because I don't have it. Well, you're just going to have to get it. <laughs> um, but Welcome to Dairy, it will take place in the 1960s, leading up to the events of It, Part 1. And it's going to have Bill Skarsgård still, right? I believe those were the rumors. I, I sure hope he's going to be in it. Um, I believe he he played a part in another Stephen King miniseries called Castle Rock. Okay. Um, I believe he was in season one of that. He was very, very good. Very, very creepy. Um, but Welcome to Dairy being produced by HBO Max. I cannot wait to watch this. Yeah, it might be uh, a reason I have to get it. Same with uh, The Last of Us. Isn't that HBO as well? Oh, it is indeed. It is indeed. <laughs> Uh, that's all I have for horror news. So what do you say we get right into this week's episode? Hell yeah, man. Our final film for found footage February is 2014's Creep. This one clocked in at one hour, 17 minutes. I think it's honestly one of the shorter movies that we've reviewed. I, I think it is the shortest for sure. Um, some pretty cool fun facts about this one. You want to kick this one off, Blairski? Yeah, so I've got a couple written down here. Um, just basically, the movie was inspired by uh, one of the creator's experiences on Craigslist. Ooh, creepy. Which, yeah, it, which can be very creepy. As well as the movies My Dinner with Andre, Misery, and Fatal Attraction. Okay. I, I thought I had read that somewhere. There's <clears> like three or four different alternate endings I don't know if those have ever been released, but that might be a cool thing to look for. I don't think they have been yet, but yeah, that would be really cool if they sent uh, sent out like a you know special Blu-ray DVD, yeah, director's or cut or like whatever. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else for fun facts? Uh, there is two films in the series right now. There's a Creep Two as well. Yeah, and they are planning a third one. But from all the articles I found online, the like latest article is from 2020, and it yeah. said they are struggling with the development of it. I saw that as well. Um, it's it kind of seems like maybe it's the projects have been in limbo. I know COVID kind of you know stopped a lot of projects, but for it to be in limbo and you know for coming up on three years, that's tough. That's tough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a couple of fun facts for this one. The movie was filmed in a week. Really? And apparently only had a five-page outline. <laughs> um, and then my uh, last final fact, or fun fact, 
is uh, much like all of the other movies in found footage February. This film is almost entirely improvised. Which I did not know. Yeah, I mean, there. I'll get into it with with likes and dislikes, but it 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 really shows how much uh, a a cast can make or break a found footage movie, especially when they uh, rely so heavily on improv. And there's only two of them. This entire there's movie. only two of them. Yeah, there's a brief sequence with the third, but it's only over the phone. So it's it's these two guys helming the whole movie. Um, this one directed by Patrick Bryce, who also played Aaron in the movie. He also directed Creep 2, and I would assume he was probably going to be directing Creep 3. Yeah, uh, he is. The project that's in limbo, yeah. Uh, this one written by Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplis. Mark Duplis, who plays uh, Joseph, also wrote Cyrus, oh. starring Jonah Hill, John C. Riley, and Marissa Tomei. That's a pretty big movie. Yeah, no kidding. Um, this one's starring, of course, Mark Duplis as Joseph. He starred in the TV show The Morning Show, which he was nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award. Are you serious? Yeah. He also starred in The League and The Mindy Project. Oh, crazy, uh, man. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think at The League, he was in like 81 episodes, and The Mindy Project, he was in at least like 40-some episodes. Uh, he wasn't just like a special guest. No, and he doesn't do bit roles. Like it seems like he's, you know, he's attached to these projects and he's in, you know, a, a, a season or two or several. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Um, Patrick Bryce, uh, who of course started as uh, Aaron, uh, started in Creep 2 as old Aaron. Now, I have not seen Creep 2. I have. Um, is it... Uh, stock footage is he actually in the movie do you remember him being in the movie i don't remember him being in the movie at all to be honest i hardly remember the movie i've only seen it once so we might have to throw that up on uh sequel month because <laughs> we might have to <laughs> that would be I, this a good is, one to watch this is a problem that we've run into with all of the found footage movies we've done so far is all of the actors are showing up in sequels of the found footage movies but a mm. lot of them are just in stock footage or photos uh, photos or throwbacks from the original. So whether or not he was in it or whether it was a photo or whatever, I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, we might have to uh, consider Creep 2 for sequels month. I remember it being very good. Okay, good to know. Uh, synopsis, courtesy of I am a DB. A young videographer answers an online ad for a one-day job in a remote town to record the last messages of a dying man. When he notices the man's odd behavior, he starts to question his intentions. <laughs> a little bit of a longer one. Yeah, a little bit, hey? Uh, spoiler alert, his intentions are not good. <laughs> no, they are not. Good Lord. Uh, this leads to one of our favorite segments of the show, which is Kill Count. Kill Count. The time of the show we count. The kills. Lairski, what do you got for Kill Count for 2014's Creep? Spoiler alert, everybody. It's one. <laughs> it's one. Oh goodness! There, there are literally no like interactions with anyone outside except for the one phone call 
and these two characters. There's <laughs> no it. there's a scene where they're in a restaurant and there's no there's not even an uh, interaction with a waitress or anything. <laughs> so, you know, 50% is a, is a pretty high kill count. Yeah, exactly. Con con considering the amount of people that were in it. And I'm sure we'll get into the kill count in our next segment, but uh, quite gruesome. Um, but this is our next segment, which is our likes and our dislikes, where we chat about what we liked, uh, what we disliked, and everything in between. Uh, Blairsky, right off the top of the dome, anything that really stuck out that you really liked about this one? Well, obviously the acting. Yeah, yeah. Acting was really good. Uh, Joseph was so creepy. Yeah. Uh, Duplass played an amazing psychotic. He really did. It's in his eyes, hey? Like, yeah. I felt like for the first half an hour, he's just smiling the whole time. But if you just look in his eyes, there's just something not right, you know? No. No, just creepy. Yeah, you can tell right off the bat. The last 30 minutes or so of the movie were fucking awesome. Like yeah. Pretty much um, from the point where they were back at Aaron's house, or yeah. where Aaron was back at his house and Joseph was stalking him. Yeah. That whole last half of the movie was just great. Loved it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I didn't think the movie was overly scary. Um, I It was obviously very, very creepy, but I think it was... Uh, definitely more uh, unsettling than scary. Would you agree with me on that? I totally agree. It's it, there's not a whole lot of blood in this one. Uh, there there's a couple jump scares, but it's just it makes you feel gross watching this movie. I've I noticed there's quite a few jump scares. Uh, it was all um, Joseph scaring the shit out of Aaron pretty much every chance he got, but there's quite a few of them. There's also one right at the end of Joseph scaring Joseph. Um, <laughs> which in turn scares the audience, which is pretty creepy. There is one jump scare I wanted to talk about, and it was okay. the very first one. And it really reminded me of a movie we did last year, the Andy Baker tape. That initial jump scare where Aaron and Joseph meet um, reminds me so much of the initial meeting in the Andy Baker tape. You know what? A lot of this movie did remind me of the Andy Baker tape. I, I'm curious if this was like a, a major inspiration for the Andy Baker tape. I see a lot of similarities. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the one death scene? Oh, that was great. It was amazing. <laughs> Again, it's not bloody. No. And it's, and it's shot from a distance, but it's pretty graphic, man. Like you can, you, you just, it is shot from a distance, but it feels like you're right there. Well, and you see it coming, too. You see it coming the whole time, and you're just waiting for it to happen. And Aaron even says, or sorry, Joseph even says at the end of the movie, like, why didn't you just turn around? Man, yeah, this is, uh, well, I'll talk more about it, but it's definitely one of my what I learned. <laughs> okay. Need that scene <laughs> for sure. Um, what do you think of the whole tubby time scene in the bathroom? It, it made me feel, it, it, it made me feel so ugh. I, I was grossed out it was fucking weird wasn't it It was weird and it was kind of right off the hop like it happened within the first 15 minutes and i was just like man red flag if that happened first of all there's no way a guy hires me and he's like i i just met him he's like yeah i'm just gonna take a bath i need you to film me in the bathtub it's like i, I don't know you <laughs> and then when he starts being creepy with his imaginary child or his his unborn child 
in the bathtub with him. I was just like, I no, I'm out of here. Yeah, like, keep your money. I'm out of here. It's and fucking potentially so weird. reporting you. Like, <laughs> ugh, it, it was weird. And yeah, tubby time. Ugh. Uh, what did you think of the runtime for this one? Well, it was perfect for this movie. I think too. They cut out kind of all the bullshit, and it was straight to the point. Not a whole lot of filler in this one. It was just a good movie. Hour and 17 minutes. I like that. What about Peach Fuzz? Peach Fuzz was kind of uh, <laughs> kind of creepy. The mask Peach is Fuzz, pretty dope, though. It was a little creepy. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, there is a uh, a rubber wolf mask that Joseph refers to as Peach Fuzz. And it's creepy as hell. It's basically his split personality. It's his, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well put. Um, he transforms into Peach Fuzz to go about his uh, his horrible deeds. Yeah. Oh goodness. Uh, did you <laughs> like or dislike anything uh, anything else off this uh, movie that you can think of? Uh, there were some kind of slow parts, but it wasn't really that big of a deal considering the length of the movie. They passed by pretty quick, I think. Yeah. Right. Um, this leads to one of our favorite segments of the show, which is lessons we learned from watching Creep. Lessons we learned from watching. Insert title of movie here. Blairsky, what did you learn from watching Creep? Always get the cash up front. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Aaron would have like booked it out of there, like basically right when tubby time was happening. But he wanted to get that cash. I mean, that was a thousand bucks. Yeah. Uh <laughs> You gotta get that dough. Oh right, and then, yeah. E transfer. I'll even take an e transfer. Oh man, get that cash, and then just get out of there at that point. All right, thanks. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> uh, did you learn anything else? Well, when waiting at the lake for your psycho stalker to show up, <laughs> you you know he's coming. Always remember to keep a lookout in all directions. Yeah, absolutely. It's the old. Uh, Sitting in the corner of a restaurant so that you can watch all the doors, see who's coming in, see who's leaving, you know? Well, he's just sitting there staring at the lake for five minutes, man. And... It's like, you don't trust this person, <laughs> so why are, do you have such a vulnerable posture to him? Ugh, <laughs> he's asking for it. All right. What did you learn, man? I learned a couple of things here. Uh, first one, if you spent the afternoon putting new deadbolts on your door... Don't immediately unlock them and go outside the minute you hear a weird alarming noise. <laughs> What's the point of the deadbolt? <laughs> you hear something weird outside, stay inside. Second thing I learned was if you get a beautiful gift, like a personalized heart necklace from a serial killer, don't toss it away. The serial killer may get sad. He did. He really he did. did. He got very sad. <laughs> this leads to one of our favorite segments of the show, which is Line of the Night. 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 Blairski, anything good for Line of the Night? I've got two written down. Don't know how good they are, but here we go. Okay, what do you got? <laughs> uh, so when Joseph is stripping down and getting ready for the tummy time, yeah, um, Aaron is clearly uncomfortable as shit. And Joseph goes, you all right? 
you sure you're not hungry? Would you like a sandwich or anything? <laughs> totally unfazed by it, hey? Unfazed at all. But I wrote beside that, eat every sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, Joseph is very not... Uh... And then he follows it up by saying, oh, trust me, like things are about to get, like things are going to get a lot weirder. Yeah, I know. And then at that point, like how much weirder can you get? We just met. You're naked in front of me getting into the bath and asking me if I want a sandwich. Yeah. Also, like, <laughs> what was your name again? Like we just met. Uh, what else you got for line of the night? All right. This one is a kind of just a creepy line more than anything. Uh, it's the scene when they're hiking in the woods. Yeah. And Joseph asked Aaron if he could ask him a question and if he would answer honestly, in yeah. which Aaron says, sure. Joseph goes, when you saw that axe out in front of the house, was there a small part of you that thought I might kill you with it? And I mean, that's foreshadowing right there. Absolutely it is. <laughs> and the first glimpse of the axe at the beginning of the movie is total foreshadowing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he acknowledges, oh, that's kind of creepy that there's just an axe laying there. And it's not a dull axe either. Like, it looks well-maintained, well-oiled. Oh, it is shiny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that's a good one. I got a couple here. First one, I got Joseph, while on their hike, says to Aaron, you just had a near-death experience. That's what it feels like when you're going to die. It's incredible, isn't it? Mm -hmm. mm, I almost wrote that down, actually. Creepy. Next yeah. one is uh, the one segment of the movie where there's a third character who you just hear over the phone. So this is Angela saying to Aaron, listen to me, Aaron, you need to get out of that house right now. Aaron, listen to Angela. Yeah. Honestly, if I couldn't find my keys. I would run. I'd book it anyway. And you see in the next morning, he says, yeah, I had to get my car towed. But if you ended up just getting your car towed, why didn't you leave two hours earlier? Like, oh. see you later. <laughs> I'm out of here. Right. Finally, for line of the night, I have another one from Joseph okay. uh, near the end of the movie. He says, and that is why I will always love you and why you'll always be my favorite of them all. Such That's the moment. Yeah, and it's the moment you realize that this isn't Joseph's first kill. Just so, so creepy. Ugh. This leads to our favorite segment of the show, Celebrity Lookalike Time. Celebrity Lookalike Time. Lersky, what do you got for Celebrity Lookalike Time? All right, man, it's tough. There's two people in this movie. Yeah. Um. But Joseph reminded me a lot of Ron Livingston. And for those who don't know who that is, he stars in Office Space as <laughs> Peter. Yeah. Um, and he's also stars in The Conjuring as Roger Perron, mm. uh, owner of the house that is haunted. Good one. Really good one. They, they do look a lot alike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have one for the character of Joseph. He reminds me of actor Nathan Fillion who starred in Firefly and Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Also from Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, really? Yes, indeed. I don't, I don't. That leads to our final score for 2014's Creep, Blairski, out of five muffled a cappella musical numbers performed by a grown man in a rubber wolf mask, what do you give 
2014's Creep. I give it three muffled acapella something or other voiced by a grown man <laughs> in a wolf mask at a five. Three okay. out of five. <laughs> not bad at all. Not bad at all. I've given it also three muffled acapella musical numbers performed by a grown man in a rubber wolf mask out of five. <laughs> that was definitely one I should have wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> I should have warned you. <laughs> Um, this sorry, was a sorry, good sorry. hold on sorry I missed what you got what you gave it what did you give it I gave it a three okay okay yeah uh, I think this was the perfect movie to end our found footage month uh, I had a lot of fun this month I did too and I'm looking forward to next month I was just gonna say I'm happy this month is over I had a lot of fun but bring on next month uh, for those of you who who didn't watch our uh, selection show or listen to our selection show episode. Blairski, do you want to tell the folks out there what our category for next month will be? Uh, is Icons of Horror. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Did you want to tease one of the movies that we'll be reviewing that month? We can tease one of them. We will be doing Friday the 13th, part two. Ooh, and now why part two? Why not Friday the 13th part one? Uh, because in the franchise, the icon is Jason Voorhees, and he doesn't fully appear until part two. He's in part one, but just at the ending and as a child. Yeah. So we're going with part two, and it's actually Jason killing the folks. I am so excited for Icons of Horror Month. It's um, going to be a good month, man. Yeah. But for Review Set Scare with Jess and Blair, I'm Jess. And I'm Blair. Remember to stay scary. And eat every sandwich. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Review Set Scare. Make sure you check out our link tree at linktree slash review set scare. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash review set scare which has links to our instagram youtube patreon twitch and many other things if you'd like to email us you can reach us at review set scare at gmail.com thanks for listening and remember to stay scary and eat every sandwich <laughs> <laughs>